It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. This time next month, cafes and restaurants providing on-premises food and beverages will be preparing to reopen on June the 29th, which is the start of phase three of the government's roadmap on the easing of COVID-19 restrictions. So to discuss how restaurants and hotels are preparing for reopening, I'm joined by Neil Grant, who is the general manager of the Celtic Ross in Roscarbury. Good morning to you, Neil. Morning, Patricia. Uh, and, how are you? Oh, I'm, I'm well, and you're very welcome to the programme. Firstly, how tough has it been to close the doors of your hotel? Uh, it's been really tough. Uh, I think uh, the, the best way you could describe the last, uh, I think it's almost 10 weeks now, believe it or not, uh, it's just been a roller coaster. It's just, uh, I think you go through weeks which are tougher than others. Uh, I think that uh, each of us, there's probably about 11 of us in the team uh, that are still working full time and kind of minding the property and you know, had been doing kind of, uh, there's a gang of them had been doing night shifts and some manning the phones. So I think each take it in turns to, to find it tough one week. So it's been a, a real team effort to just keep ourselves uh, going and motivated. So no, it's been it's been a hard time. And you started doing takeaway food? Yeah, we just started last week. We actually, um, I think in March, uh, when, when COVID-19 hit, we were regretting investing in a food truck. <laughs> we thought it was, you know, money that we maybe should have uh, held on to. Um, but uh, as the time went on and we realised that we were in for a long uh, closure, we kind of decided we'd reopen it, uh, rebrand it on, on a different name. <clears throat> and we'd, we'd try and, uh, you know, at least do a bit of takeaway. So we're doing, you know, takeaway cheese, coffees and, and such like in the morning. And then we're doing takeaway dinners by pre-order. So Well done, you know, well done. So it's, uh, it's kept the door open and it's kept uh, the, the connection with the community alive. You know, that's the main thing. And and like with so many other businesses, you've been keeping your social media updated, which I think is is so important. I saw your is it your 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 leisure guy doing the workouts? Yeah, we've got uh, we've actually been very lucky. Um, uh, you know, whilst you can encourage the team to do these things, you know, they've got to have a bit of a flair for it. So we've had uh, Eddie, our leisure manager, has been doing home workouts once a week, normally every Sunday or so. I get WhatsApp. Uh, a home workout with a, a little bit of blurb uh, to put up on social media 
and then we've had Shane, our chef, who uh, did a couple of Instagram live Sunday brunches. Great idea. Uh, one with one of his kids, which was great crack. There was <laughs> loads of uh, mums and dads and kids who were cooking uh, fluffy pancakes. And That's such terrific. Like. That, that is so terrific. So it's been uh, little things like that have been quite good for, again, just keeping the faces of the team out there and, and the connection with the, the community. So it's been really nice. OK, so you get to open your restaurant, the uh, the Kingfisher Bistro. You get to open that before you get to open up the hotel. So how, how are you preparing for the opening of the restaurant? I mean, I'm assuming social distancing is the real challenge. Yeah, uh, we we actually did uh, uh, we did a survey with our our guests. Now this would have been really our hotel database, um, but uh, we sent it out on an e-sign, and we got actually over a hundred responses uh, to the survey. And it was very simple; it was two or three things. But the one thing that came up time and time again: was social distancing, uh, no overcrowding, uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> as the main things that would make our guests feel safe. So I think whilst you can talk about all the different measures, the critical thing will be you know, that people can come into the building, feel that it's not jam-packed, feel that there's enough space between tables and that, the, you know, that there's, there's the, the space that they can relax. And I think we'd done a lot of that before we closed. I mean, there was probably a week in March when this really kicked off where we were still open. And uh, I remember in one night in particular, uh, Alex, our exec chef, a couple of the teams stayed on late and removed all the tables, you know, so that we had just the exact number that we, we needed and they were at the right distance, the two-meter social distancing. And I think we had a one of our last services we did was Sunday lunch, and we, you know, where we'd normally have queues coming out the carvery and such like. We we did the dinner from the from the kitchen. We didn't have the carvery per se. Uh, we we just admitted kind of one one family or one group at a time, and we had the uh, table spaced out. And we got great feedback when you know over the closure period, whenever we met someone, you know, or spoke to them, they they said. You know, fair play to you. I was walking the property a couple of times and, you know, just checking tidiness and such like. And a couple of people shouted from the road and mentioned the fact that they'd been in on that Sunday and that they felt a sense of space. So I think that's going to be the critical thing. Um, we're awaiting the guidelines from Fulch uh, Ireland and the Hotel Federation as to exactly the measures we need to take. So, But we've got our own stuff in the background. But I think the number one will be, you know, the sanitising, the public areas cleaning, and then it will certainly be a you know, a, a hosted entrance, you know, we'll have one entrance, one exit, we'll be bringing, meeting people at the door, bringing them to a table, and then they'll go out by a different door, mm. and we'll have a restriction on the number of covers. So we're just awaiting whether it's two metre social distancing. Yeah, one, one metre, oh yeah, that's going to make a huge, that, I mean, two metres and one metre mightn't sound like a lot, but it will make a huge difference. Huge difference, yeah, yeah. like it's the difference in about 40 covers. I mean, yeah. already, like, you know, uh, you know, at two metre social distancing, we're blessed in some respects. We've got a big ground floor for anyone that's been in the hotel, so there's loads of space. And I think with the functions uh, all moving back to next year and the weddings moving to next year uh, because of the, the restrictions, I mean, we're not going to have a great demand to use the function room. So we do have that space we can fall back on too. Uh, but in the function room, two metres versus one metre is the difference between being able to do 60 people in that room or doing 100. Yeah, you know, it's a big so difference. It's, it's, it's a, a big, big difference. difference. But, if you're a you small know, restaurant, I'd feel for you. It's, it's a really, really difficult thing for a small restaurant to have to deal with. But but credit to you and, and the staff for putting you know the groundwork in now. Uh, and you are right because people 
will only come back if they feel confident and then will continue to come back because I remember when it was in China in Wuhan where one of the you know when they reopened initially there was a fear factor with people yeah. about going out that people need to feel I mean people will be desperate to get out and have a yeah. meal and there's so many birthdays that need to be celebrated yeah, yeah, but they're going to want to have to feel confident yeah, look, we, I think that was the nice thing last weekend when we opened the food truck for the takeaway. I mean, the support we got was fantastic. But the two things, like when you were chatting to people at the, the two metres and you were standing your distance, number one, they did say we're desperate to get out and do something and thank you for giving us something you know, to do. Now, they were just pitching up, they were getting their food, they were going again, so they were not dwelling, not, not dwelling with you for any length of time. But you could see a slight trepidation. How do I approach you know, this meal? You know, I can't shake hands, I better stand back, you know. And I was the same, you know. So you're very much, there is this this feeling of how do you act? And I think that people will be a little, even the people you know so well, there's a, there's a slight trepidation. So if you're someone venturing out for a family meal for the first time, then it is, it's going to be a funny a funny feel. And so look, we're I mean, in the food truck because it's close proximity and although we try and keep two metres social distancing, it's a small truck and there's two people operating out of it. So we do use face masks in there for those staff. And, you know, I certainly had a face mask on, even though I was standing outside and trying to just keep an eye on, you know, that people were, were social distancing. You know, I still had it there just in case in a, in a moment in time that I was getting a bit close to someone. So um, I think within the hotel, it's a wee bit more uncertain. We don't, um, we're still, as I say, once we know the guidelines, we'll know exactly. You'll be what, able to, We've yeah. got scenario one, a scenario two, and a scenario three. <laughs> Yeah. A COVID team that meets on a weekly basis every Tuesday, which is made up of the management team, and we're we're talking week by week, and we're we're just trying to prepare. So, look, I think within a week to ten days, we should have preliminary kind of um, you know procedures which will roll out. But believe me, we will not take a chance. We will not be taking more business than we feel comfortable. We will not be putting anyone, our staff or our guests, that will be their safety will be the number one priority. So that will trump us. Well done, well done. Um, someone yeah, someone says, could you ask Neil, will will you be able to sell alcohol? Uh, <laughs> can I have a glass of wine with my dinner? Like, <laughs> um, I believe you can, but okay. I, again, we need clarity. Uh, I think when the restaurant opens, I think it won't be, a, like, you won't be able to have the bar open per se. So, you know, uh, we will probably have to look at using a space where the bar isn't, I would think. Now, this is me speculating a little bit, so to be careful. Um I think you're, you'll be, I would imagine you'll be able with the meal that you consume to have something. There will be no dwelling for alcohol. There will be no coming in, you know, and, and just having a drink. That's, that won't be uh, that won't be acceptable, I'd say. We, we need to clarify, we will have an area for the hotel when the hotel opens on the 20th of July. We'll have a residence-only space, uh, which will just be a lounge. You know, it'll just be space that if it's a rainy day or they just want to read a paper and relax. We'll have it, uh, you know, so that we can then control the flow. That there's X number of people in the hotel. There's, there's, uh, uh, you know, seating for a percentage of those people. If they were all at once, then you know uh, that they can they can dwell. And we'll we'll probably look to waive the, you know, the tray charge for breakfast, so that if someone does feel more comfortable in breakfast in the room. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking at all these things, but number one that we just need clarity on is the exact rules around drinking. Um, uh, as I say, I, I believe that it should be fine to have a drink with your meal, but certainly it will be an absolute no-no, I'd say, to be, you know, yeah, you wouldn't be accepting people in to, you know, just sit and have table service. And yeah, you won't, you won't, it'll be, be, yeah, be right. But I just, 
don't know 100%. And that's the slight frustration we have at the moment for any business trying to plan. If you're trying to plan, but you don't actually know what you're planning yeah. for, it yeah. makes give give you the information so they give you the information yeah. so you can move on from there. Yeah. Okay, it will be our new normal though. We'll just all have to get used to it. Uh, yeah. Neil, we'll 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 certainly uh, speak again uh, closer to when the restaurant and the hotels are due to uh, reopen. Yeah. But in the meantime, thank you for that. And uh, is it a beautiful day in Roscarbury? Have you? It's been, lovely. Yeah, it's it? a t- tiny bit. It was, uh, it's, it's, uh, there's a bit of steam mist coming in and out a little bit, but no, it'll burn off and it'll be roasting. Uh, Again, for a good few days. <laughs> okay, nice for the weekend if it's within your five kilometres, folks. So we have to keep Absolutely. that in mind. All right, Neil, listen, a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for that. And uh, look after yourselves and stay safe. Bye bye. That is uh, Neil Grant, the general manager of the Celtic Ross in Ross Carberry, 1850 I When I was speaking with John Queen and somebody was asking about that programme he recorded with uh, Brendan Boyer, uh, it is up on a podcast. Uh, because it was it was it was broadcast about three weeks ago, but it is up in a podcast, so you can listen back at uh, c103.ie. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare insurance plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.